walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Money J, please tell me, yep. Back to the little boom, way, what's up, boom? Take some rain, no sun, rain on one one. Rain come, rain come, come shine, come rain, come on. Southside, let it bang. Outside, let it rain. Rain down on the pain. Rain down on the slain. Rain down for my mom. Rain down on the farm. Shower us with your love. Wash us in the blood. Drop this for the thugs. No, I grew up in the mud. The top is not enough. Wash us in the blood. Is it anybody here? What's going on internet analytic here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i'm your hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of pop culture mixed in for episode three we're going to be getting into cam newton going to the patriots kanye signing a huge deal with clothing brand gap the 2k21 cover athletes and the bet awards but before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Also, make sure to hit that subscribe button on my YouTube and share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now, switching it up a little bit. We're going to be getting into Cam Newton going to the Patriots. Now, I wanted this to be... Now, this is the quote of the pod because Cam Newton, for those that didn't know, is one of my favorite players in the NFL. And this is so many reasons he's my uh, favorite. It's just uh, the way he came into the league, coming from Auburn off a national championship and just following him from Auburn to uh, Carolina Panthers. Because I'm not one of those people that be like, I was with him since the beginning. I was with him when I saw him at Auburn. <laughs> I was like, this guy's going to do serious damage in the league. And he did. He won 2015 NFL MVP, took the Panthers to the Super Bowl, and won the conference. So, kind of said that backwards. So, he won the conference, then took his team to the Super Bowl. And for those that don't know, winning conference is a huge accomplishment in itself. Because I think you get, I'm not sure if you get a ring for that, but I'm sure you get something I know you get a trophy because I see them celebrate with it, but I'm not sure if they get any individual rings for winning conference. But nonetheless, Cam Newton, Cam Newton has done more for the Panthers than any other player in the history of that team has like done for that for that organization. And just to put it in perspective, after Cam Newton left and went, well, after Cam Newton was released and was a free agent the panthers twitter account whoever was running that account at the time i don't know if he's still there but hopefully not but anyways he was putting out a tweet and he said that who's the goat for the carolina panthers and he put up like luke kinkley which is my one of my second favorite players on the panthers not in the nfl but on the panthers because i thought he helped out cam a lot on the defensive end um they put and then they put two other players not named cam newton and how you know how you know you're the goat of a franchise is that remind you these are so the people following this account account has to be panthers fans because i mean unless they're just trolls but 
95% of them can't be trolls. Most of the replies were saying Cam Newton. Like, they were saying Cam Newton is my GOAT. Why is Cam Newton not on this list? Y'all wrong for not putting Cam Newton as one of the options. And somebody actually made a separate poll putting Cam Newton and the other three people. And Cam Newton had like 90% of the votes. So, you just know that I don't think that there's bad blood between Cam and Carolina, but for the higher ups at for for the higher ups of Carolina Panthers, I don't know if they really look at Cam or have the respect that they should have for Cam Newton. But you never know. That may have just been an intern throwing a little uh trying to get clicks, not putting Cam in the poll. You never know how the higher ups feel or the GM. But I would just assume that that's how they feel overall because the way that they released cam they waited to like three or four other teams that he could have went to like the chargers or some other teams they waited to after they signed or drafted and then they released cam but anyways getting more into the details of the cam newton trade um they said that cam newton only talked to one other team besides the patriots and a lot of people are speculating that it was the um what's that team name a lot of people were speculating that it was the Cleveland Browns, and I'm not gonna lie. But if Cam Newton, if Cam Newton went to the Cleveland Browns, I might have had to find another fa- uh, favorite player because <laughs> I'm not being a Cleveland Browns fan at all. <laughs> like I know they have OBJ, and I know they have um, who's OBJ's like best friend on that team? Some something Landry or something. I don't know why I forget his name because he's nice too, but um. I'm not being a Cleveland Browns fan. It was hard enough watching my uh, favorite NBA player, Kyrie, play for Cleveland. Definitely not supporting the football um, program. But anyways, so the news broke that New England Patriots signed Cam Newton to a one-year deal. uh, And a lot of people was wondering why the 2015 MVP and voted by their players as the best person in the league like five years ago was uh, being so like slept on and others like trash quarterbacks were getting like huge deals but in my opinion this kind of worked out for newton as it's the perfect situation to prove himself not a good contract a really bad contract in my opinion but it's the proven grounds are set for him like the ground for revenge is set for him and we're going to get into the video in just a second but first we're going to break down some of the details of this deal um so there was like multiple reports of of Cam Newton and the and the Patriots. Like when the news first broke, uh, the deal is worth up to seven million in incentives. So just think about that: one million to seven million. So you have to prove yourself to go from one to seven. Meanwhile, other quarterbacks in the league, not named Cam Newton, are making like up toward towards um twenty million dollars. But besides, that's besides the point. It was a quote saying by, oh, that's an ESPN person. I guess, uh, nah, we can skip that. <laughs> um, They said, okay, they was confirming that the Cleveland Browns did speak to Cam. Mm, oh, Cam Newton was saying during his video, which, which I'm going to react to, he was saying that, uh, he was saying, I'll say this right now. I never wanted to leave Carolina. Don't let them. 
make you believe anything else it was their decision i stuck with it and i knew that so i asked ask for a trade everything else that's bs in the words of cam newton so um he was just setting the record straight i don't think there was any animosity animosity in his voice uh, because i've already seen the video but i don't think he really uh i really don't think he holds anything against the panthers or he's just not showing it but best believe me if the patriots and the carolina panthers play each other sometime throughout the season that's definitely all that's going to come out uh another thing that was was reported heavily reported on when cam newton went to the patriots is that the mvp odds for him went up a little bit but the patriots divisions odds odds went up a lot and the super bowl odds jumped like skyrocketed and that just shows that people still believe that cam newton can perform like he did maybe not that like he did in 2015 but hopefully close to it but his MVP odds went from plus 10,000 to plus 4,000, which people for people who don't bet on games, what it means is that say you bet on Pan, uh, Cam Newton to win the MVP before he went to the Patriots. You would, if he actually won MVP on whatever team, you would get 10,000. But since he's on the Patriots, his chances of winning the MVP um, rose. So. You betting on Cam Newton will only get back four thousand. Does that make sense? So that the higher the number is for the odds means the more you get back from your bet. So that's why you see uh, the best, well, not the best, but the people, the teams projected to win the Super Bowl. That's why the numbers are lower. Like you may even lose money when you bet it, but but Cam you will earn money because he still, even though he went to the Patriots, you still have people like Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson out there. So he's still not the favorite to win MVP. His chances just went up. And the New England, the, the New England Patriots are notorious for being in a really bad division with Miami. I think it was Miami Dolphins. Um, does the Bills, the Bills are pretty good though. And there's some other teams can't even think of them but i think they're pretty bad too that's why i came in i came in drawing a blank but anyways uh the patriots division is not good which is great for cam because that would be um a good way to put him put his team in a great position throughout the season because whenever a team is in your division you play them twice throughout the schedule and imagine playing the miami dolphins twice every year like that's automatic two wins <laughs> So his record is definitely going to go up compared to when he was at Carolina. The Patriots also. Oh, they was talking about them releasing Tom Brady. Oh, I saw a little. I saw a funny tweet from uh, Tom Brady or reply to the, the wide receiver. I think his name is like Julian Edel Edelman. He's like the best receiver for the Patriots. I don't even know if he's a receiver, but he's the best He's the best person to throw the ball to on the Patriots. <laughs> Let me just put it like that. And he's he was saying that he can't wait to get ready to work with, uh, get in that work with Cam Newton. And then Tom Brady replied, as you knew he would, saying that he will always be his number one. Which I don't know if Tom Brady needs to be a rapper or not, but that's a that's a pretty nice double entendre, you know. 
be like, I'll always be your number one, meaning your number one QB, but also Cam Newton was number one. I mean, you know, you just got to read between the lines. Now, let me stop. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's a great, I think that's a great dynamic between Cam Newton and Julian Edelman because Cam Newton will be able to open up the offense in unique ways that Cam, that Tom Brady can't, like, just to put it bluntly. Like, he just can't match Cam's athleticism. But then there's other things like Tom Brady that Cam Newton can't ma match. Like he's not a, uh, what they call it, like drop three, three-step throw or whatever. How fast uh, the release that Tom Brady has, I don't think Cam Newton has that at all. But the athleticism is off the charts. So, uh, let's get into his video. Let's get into his video. His video, I don't know how long his video is. Oh, it's not that long. It's like five minutes and 28 seconds. We're gonna get a little reaction time right now. Uh, this is gonna be my another. I'm trying to get into the flow of these reaction channels. You know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to. Well, it's not hard to get down, but kind of tricky messing with all the settings and stuff. But y'all probably don't care about that. Anyways, let's get into Cam Newton's video, um, showing him what he felt when he signed to the Patriots and some some before so now let's get into that right now that's why i call my thing the marathon because yeah. I, i'm not gonna lie Hold up. Is that his house that's why i call my thing the that's his house that's Pretty nice house. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know where that is. Oh, it's probably in uh, Carolina, but marathon because that's a I, nice house. I'm not gonna lie and, and, and portray definitely um, this ultimate definitely voice like I've been had it figured out. Nah, I just didn't quit. That's the only distinguishing quality from me and probably whoever else going through this or went through this or is gonna go through this. Whoever edited it, edited this, did a great job. Since the time I got on here to the time I'm about to finish, my phone ain't stopped. What I say is because I want to do a service to my fans, I want to do a service to everybody who's following me. They follow in this situation. Like right now, like I'm angry. Basically, he's responding to um, him being released by the Panthers and he just wants to clear some stuff up. So he's been, I would think he's been holding on to this for a while because he knew that he would end up probably he knew he will it will most likely work out so that's why he's archiving this so he could put it out in this format but let's keep going with the video um um just feel let down but at the same time I ain't, i'm not bitter you know what i mean and i know since the first day i came into this league that this day was gonna come. I've been with the organization, a great organization, for as long as I've been in the NFL. And I'm sad that for this day to come. But at the end of the day, in the famous words of Nipsey, the marathon continues. Real talk. I'm blessed, I'm honored, and you know, I have no idea what's the next steps. But one thing about it, and with God's grace, I know that there will be a next step. So, I just wanted to make this video, let you guys know, y'all believe the hype. 
You know what I'm saying? I never once, and I say this right now, I never once wanted to leave Carolina. But let them believe. But let them make you believe anything else. It was their decision. I stuck with it. And I knew that, so I asked for a trade. Everything else, that's the end. But yet, like I said, I'm not bitter. I don't have any hatred. I just understand that this is a business first. I appreciate Matt Rule, uh, David Temple, Marty Herney, you feel me? Uh, you know, everybody who is, you know, affiliated with the Carolina Panthers organization. And you can trust and know that I'm not going to be that, that, that silent person, bro. It's all love, man. It's always been love. It's always going to be love. Appreciate it. More love, man. That man just walking on the treadmill for like an hour straight. With the first pick of the 2011 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select Cam Newton. He made his own tribute video. And the 2015 Cam Newton. Thanksgiving Jam, feeding 1,300 kids from the YMCA's all across the greater Charlotte area. I think this video was actually And Cam came in tonight and he just reminded folks that they matter and that their lives matter. And he I brought joy and it was amazing. Giving back to the community to take care of the people in your community. Cam has just been really the poster child down here. He has set the bar extremely high and we aspire to uh, get to that bar with him. Oh, come on, Matt. Cam. I like that. I like that all day. I know his teammates love him. Oh, he was a great. I just wanted to read my real life Cam because he's a great leader. Man, I just appreciate so many of the fans, man, for showing love and support. This teammate really followed me. Talk over this or something. YouTube do not like music at all. Definitely DMC take that. I'll be watching like all the type of ways that uh, Cam Newton looks so. like. Ooh, what a feeling. so much on my mind right now. But I'm going to keep this shit brief. I'm at your neck. I like that part. We rocking that uh, weekend hairstyle, ain't he? Weekend back in 2016. That's it, That's it for the video. Yeah, tell me, uh, let me know down in the comment section down below or send me a voice message on Anchor. What do you think of that video and what do you think of the move from, from Cam Newton to, um, from Cam Newton to the Patriots let me know what do you guys what you guys think and what do you think the record is going to be do you what's the do you think they're going to win the Super Bowl and if you do think they're going to win 
win the Super Bowl Bowl, do you think Cam Newton will win MVP? So I know those are a lot of questions, but basically I want to hear your thoughts <laughs> on Cam Newton going to the Patriots and just a little, just uh, give a little bit more in detail answer. And yeah, that's it. That's all I have for uh, Cam Newton. So uh, switching it up a little bit. Wait, where? Hold up, let me find it. We are going to get into Kanye West, Mr. West. I put out, it's funny, okay, so I put out, um, this, I think this is one of the first times a video, not like, this is one of the first times I actually got like crazy feedback from a video. When I put out the Kanye talking about Michael Jackson in a positive way, and he was talking about some other things, I forget, but a lot of people had a strong reaction to that Kanye West Michael Jackson video and it was the most feedback I've ever gotten for one video like I think I got like at least 20 responses and just messages about how they love the video video and it's crazy because like it just makes you like think like what in that video made that person want to send you a message saying that he loved it or that just going to his whole background and how He's been following this and loves how you're speaking about um, how you broke it down. And just stuff like that. Like, it just makes me wonder what in that video was so special. Like, what part, you know? But I guess, I mean, I guess you just got to uh, go with the flow. But anyways, I'm back with another Kanye story. And this is this is not one just because that one blew up. But because Kanye actually inked one of the biggest deals I think an artist has ever made with a clothing brand. And... I don't know if I spoke too soon on that or if I'm misinformed, but Kanye West, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, Kanye West signed a $100 million deal with clothing brand Gap. For those that don't, for those that don't know what Gap is, it's a pretty, um, what was a pretty well-known clothing brand that a lot of people went to, to the shop, but now it needs, let's just say it needs a little bit of help. <laughs> so that's why this deal is so huge as they believe that Kanye can bring the brand back and bring in billions of dollars basically so it's a 10 year deal Kanye West has to 2030 to the year 2030 to prove that he can turn this company around and people are still saying that Gap's out of fashion but Kanye West will forever be in fashion in my opinion and him going to Gap will it already rose the the market value of gap when he made the announcement i mean it went back down because you know how the stock works but he basically he he brought up the market value and gap just by announcing it like nothing no clothes no anything just by announcing the deal the 10-year deal and the stock market went up so if you want a little bit of advice, I don't really give out stock advice just like publicly, but I would look into investing into Gap because um, it's one of those that's a risky investment in my opinion because you never know what Kanye is going to end up doing with Gap. You don't know if it's going to fail or if you don't know if it's going to rejuvenate the brand. But on the other hand, if it rejuvenates, I mean, what's I mean, what's uh, what do you have to lose really like for those that invest a lot you know that sometimes you have to take a risk to get a the bigger the risk the bigger the reward and i don't think this is as 
tough as a risk as other um, brand investments could be. So that's my, that's just my advice. I would look into investing into Gap, but. The, the reason that this is so big is because Kanye always talk, talked about when he was like a teenager, I think, and he was um, fired from Gap. So this deal is like life coming back full circle. And I think he has like 2% stock ownership in Gap, um, and, and which is huge for just one person. Like think about that, 2%, one person. Um, and the Bears, I think they said that the, the Bears... I'm reading a post, but I don't really think I don't know what they're talking about with Bears. They're just talking about how Gap has been having trouble over the last few years and closing multiple retail shops. So the deal with Kanye makes sense, basically. And a lot of people knew that. I mean, who doesn't want to do clothing? Who doesn't want to let Kanye take over the clothing brand? I mean, Kanye puts out a white T-shirt and with nothing on it and sell it for two hundred dollars, and people buy it like it's just the next thing like they buy it like it's gonna cook clean and do everything for you <laughs> so Kanye definitely has that influence with his audience um and there was another article talking about how Kanye invest well, not investing Kanye striking a 10-year deal with the gap could be huge if done right which I mean any deal can be huge if done right but they talked about him with the Yeezys when he first signed with Nike, they didn't really need his help. And then he came out with the Yeezys. Yeezys, now they sell for as much as 4,000 online for certain like colorways and styles. Like people who resell Yeezys, those are the prices that they resell them for. Or a certain type of colorways, not just the regular shoes. I mean, imagine regular shoes being 4,000. And that's why he collaborated. That's why he's collaborating with Gap because he can put more affordable clothing items on Gap than he could with Nike or Adidas. I mean, he's with Adidas now, I believe. So the whole thing with Nike, I was talking about. I was I was basically breaking it down with uh, how they had Air Yeezys, but now I believe he's with Adidas. And Gap is going to be like the affordable Yeezy uh, clothing brand ideas. So I think that that's going to turn Gap around tremendously. And the people who talk about how Kanye is pretty crazy, so they don't know how this deal will, will turn out. I think the opposite, like Kanye's crazy so he could make this work and, and some more. So I don't know. That's just how I think. Uh, I believe gap will turn around in the next three to four years because i don't think it'll be a quick turnaround i believe gap needs a lot of work to make it a cool brand again because not a lot of people i don't know anybody that shops at gap like just to be honest i don't know anybody who's ever been like let's go to gap <laughs> let's go get some clothes or something at gap like that's just not just not the wave so uh, a lot of people don't really believe in this kanye uh, gap collaboration but i'm one of the few who do <laughs> now uh switching it up from kanye west and the gap deal because there's not really too much you can speak on that uh let me know down in the comment section down below or send me a voice message on anchor what do you think about that deal and do you think kanye can actually turn gap around as a clothing brand getting into 
the second part of why I wanted to talk about Kanye is that he released a new song called Wash Us in the Blood featuring Travis Scott. Now him and Travis Scott has the relationship because you know, I will say because of the Kardashians, but I think Kanye and Travis always had their respect artistically for each other. So this collab definitely makes sense as it's a clean track because Kanye has went totally gospel with a little bit of his modern music mixed in. But basically that means that none of his music will ever have the parental advisory on it ever again if Kanye sticks to his word. So you know that little parental advisory sticker they put on every album? Kanye shouldn't have that anymore basically is what I'm saying. Uh, because he went totally gospel. Anyways, Kanye is basically like the new Lecrae and Wash Us in the Blood, which you heard at the be- beginning of this podcast. I played a little bit, a snippet of it, the beginning, and we're going to get a little bit more into it. Uh, we can hear Travis Scott's part on it because Travis Scott, <laughs> it's funny, Kanye making this song. Oh, and another thing, uh, Dr. Dre made this beat. So when you're listening to the beat, don't think of like Kanye West made it. Dr. Dre made it so that's why this beat is so good uh, I mean Kanye West makes tremendous beats but I mean we're talking about Dr. Dre like come on now <laughs> so Dr. Dre made this beat um, Kanye and Dr. Dre are working together on his latest album so people are saying that it's like something that you that we've never heard before but they also said that about Ye and they also said about that they also said that about Kiss See Ghost so I'm not really believing the hype I just think Kanye has powerful friends and they just speak highly on his name but with this with this song being so fire because I love this song uh, I didn't really love love his last album the only song only track I liked off his last album was like follow God but I think this will hit a little bit more experience I think he's finally getting his footing in the gospel genre so you know Travis Scott had to get in on it <laughs> Kanye gave him like four bars to get in like Travis Scott had the shortest part ever that's a three minute and 16 second song and Travis Scott was like on 10 seconds of it anyways let's play that 10 seconds right now it does nothing like being lost let it out set it off execution 30 states 30 states still execute that should not kill I should not spill next tails at the rendezvous we got your time in the federal why box you in like a section we walk through the blast in the residue like that's it <laughs> that's it the whole the whole rest of the song and before that is, is all kanye i mean travis scott got little ad-libs leading up to his verse but after his three and a half bars that he gets off kanye cuts it off <laughs> kanye comes right back on so this is definitely kanye's song barely featuring travis scott i don't even know why it says feature travis scott it should just say like you know like when uh drake said featuring chris brown and he had him as like a background singer on his latest uh album full of leaks that song that that's what they he should just deal with this like just, you should have just made him a back a background singer not even gave him a verse because this was like a tease anyways i think travis scott did his thing with the three with the two and a half verses that he was allowed with so uh uh i think this song overall is like is really i want to say like powerful but like it has a good message you know most songs i like tend well most songs i repeat have on repeat uh, usually have meaning to it and like a deeper meaning and for this it's just i mean watch this in the blood i mean biblical i mean you can always uh, search on youtube what that means but 
it's deeper than just what's on the surface and i like how kanye is taking the time out to actually take this gospel seriously because he did make jesus walks oh uh, jesus walks and uh, i played that in my first podcast so if you want to go back and listen to that I actually talked about that in whole in whole is that how you say it? i don't know anyways but here's the second part i liked about the song this is what kanye really got off his bars like uh I don't know who is his ghostwriter. I don't know who is in the um where he where he be making his albums in Wyoming. I don't know who is in the Wyoming basement writing up these lyrics right here, but he definitely got off on, on this little uh 10 to 20 second snippet. So uh, let me play this part. This is my favorite part of the song. But yeah, here we go. Let's get into it right now. Me the wrong way, but don't take me the wrong way. Cause God took me a long way. They wanna edit the interviews, they wanna take it to interludes, cut a whole sentence to interludes. And like he really, I like that verse. That verse was nice. He he really caught the he really caught a, a pocket in the, in the beat, and he started uh, started flowing on the beat like pretty nicely. Like in a way that Kanye hasn't done in a while. You know, like Kanye usually, Kanye's just not a. I don't know what like because Kanye is one of the greatest to ever do like music. So it's it's hard for me to critique him. But basically what I'm trying to say is like Kanye's not the greatest uh lyricist. Let me just say that. <laughs> so for him to take these lyrics and, and, and deliver them the way he did in that pocket right there, I think it was uh was a good sign of what's to come because the new album I'm hearing is great and something we never heard before and Hopefully, is not like the last two times people were saying that when it was just okay. But hopefully, it's actually really good. So, um, yeah, that was really uh, all I have for Kanye and, the, and his new song. I mean, it's not really too much you can get into with a three-minute song. But uh, Kanye's uh, arising, rising again and, and actually showing life of him being a human being. You know, with some of the moves he was making with certain people, you may... I mean, at one point, I thought we was losing. <laughs> I thought we was losing them, you know, like uh, in GTA, when when you lose your health bar and it says wasted, like I thought, you know, I thought he was wait, I thought he was gone. I thought the screen turned black and white, and he he was gonna be out of the out of out of the main campaign from now on. But it looks like he's resurrected from the hospital, you know, got a little uh, went to ammunition, you know. Got a little uh, a little rejuvenation back, and he's back in full Kanye form. So hopefully he keeps that. Hopefully he doesn't do anything crazy to make me think he's back wasted again. But yeah, Kanye's been out uh, doing good for the people and musically. So hopefully he's done, done revived his brand. But yeah, that's all I really have for Kanye. So switching it up, switching it up a little bit. We're going to get into... The 2K21 cover athletes. Now, last time I did a 2K video, it was well, it was well received because I mean, people could probably tell that I'm black, <laughs> um, and I don't. I mean, I say that because like you don't think it should have anything to do with um, you making the video, but I mean, it does. <laughs> like people can hear it in my voice, I guess, but. I don't know. Sometimes when you like you speak, when you sometimes when you speak a certain way, people think like you're a different ethnicity. Eth I can't even say ethnicity, but yeah, people 
people know I'm black, people know that when I talk about 2K, it's probably coming from a, because I do play ball, and so me talking about a basketball game, um, I try to not separate the two, but like, because the last 2K, I did not like it all. Like, 2K20, I feel like they didn't even try. They just knew that people was going to come back because it was the next gen, and the next gen is here. So, with NBA 2K21, with the PS5 coming out, Xbox, uh, series x coming out they definitely have to step up the graphics like they have to or like it, it would be huge backlash if they don't like ma imagine if the new pc came out and all the games like look the same like no if, if the hardware improves the graphics need to improve so i believe 2k is going to do that with 2k21 and they wanted to tease the players a little bit that they are working on 2k21 as they've shown the cover athletes they showed we have Damian Lillard. I'm skipping to everything. Hold up, I had this whole article pulled up. Um, the, the faces have been revealed. Some, some, some. Okay, so we have the Kobe Bryant will be featured on the special Mamba for Mamba Mamba Forever edition, and will it will replace the usual Legend edition? So they always have a Legend edition with different old school basketball players, but with Kobe, they changed it to Mamba Mamba Forever edition to celebrate his legacy and because of he he passed away um in helicopter crash but uh so we talked about his cover being hand painted which we will get into I, I will, i'm going to react to all three of the videos so we'll get into that in a second uh 2k showcase in a brief video announcement the so basically 2k had like three trailers uh three cover athletes so one of them one of the regular like current gen i think cover athletes is portland portland trailblazer star uh point guard damian lillard which my one, one of my friends like he, he loves damian lillard so this is like I don't, I don't know how he reacted to this but damian lillard being on the front cover probably is uh exciting for some people for me i mean he's on the current gen i don't think that's too big of a bit too big of a deal I mean, we always go back and forth with Kyrie and Dame, and I mean, Kyrie, I mean, you know, Kyrie was on the current, uh, next gen, well, not next gen, but, like, basically, Kyrie wasn't on the bare minimum cover, like, he was on the, uh, let me stop taking shots at Dame, because I actually like Dame as a player, and as a rapper, for those that don't know, he raps, but anyways, he's on the current gen for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, uh, PC, and Google Stadia versions of the game. Then for the other cover athlete, New Orleans Pelicans rookie sensation. And they love Zion. Zion Williamson will be the face of NBA 2K21 when the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X consoles are released later this year during Sony's... Uh, okay, so they was talking about when it was announced. So, Zion Williamson will be on the next-gen cover with PS5 and Xbox Series X. Which I think is a step up from Damian Lillard. I don't know how he feels about that. A rookie taking the spot of the next gen cover. But I mean, I bet he understands. I mean, who really wants to have beef with Zion? I mean, have you seen have you seen Zion? And I know a lot of people was like disliking the move of putting Zion on the cover so early. They was like, he's only played like two and a half games. You know, people exaggerate. He's only played like one game in two quarters. I don't know why he's on the cover. You know, people be hating on Zion. Imagine being built like Zion and having all those athletic abilities and dunking on grown men 
being 19 and having and having people say you can't you're not supposed to be on the cover of a basketball game when you're 19 dominating the league as soon as you get into it like i think he had the best preseason ever like i think people actually looked up the stats and people were like preseason who cares but imagine if he played terrible in preseason so zion williamson had like the best preseason ever as a rookie and so he's not like overhyped like he's he may actually pull a lebron and live and go past the hype but the bar set so high i even with lebron i like when like even lebron when he passed that when he passed all expectations people just didn't believe him that's why everybody always compares him to mike because when you set a bar for somebody and they pass it and you put that bar as high as you could and they still pass it you have nothing respect nothing but respect for that person so i believe that's something zion williamson can do but getting back to damon lillard being on the uh, current gen cover he said that this is a special moment for me in my nba career um in an interview with shams something i don't know he's like one of the like insiders for basketball and he's low-key taking over Woj job for people for the people who really follow basketball Woj is one of the insiders and shams is like this newcomer and that does the same thing that Woj does so everything every time he drops a bomb that because it's always called the Woj bomb when he drops information that nobody knows so when shams drops something like that they always call it the sham bomb or they'll go to Woj being like, Sham already reported this. You were like two seconds late. You know, they they be on their petty stuff. It'd be funny if Shams and Woj just hangs out, hangs out behind the scenes. Just be like, yeah, you report that. I report this. You report that. But I don't think that's how it goes. But anyways, getting back into it. Because I think Shams works for any, uh, ESPN. I know Woj works for ESPN. ESPN loves him. Uh, Damian Lillard gives more of a... Um, some more words because i've been a fan of nba 2k for years and love how they represent all aspects of basketball culture which they do i'm an avid 2k player so i, I am honored to join the nba greats who have been on the cover i'm grateful to all my fans and can't wait for the experience the game later this year so basically he's giving a pr statement he probably was like i should have been on this i should have been uh selective to be on this cover but you know he can't say something like that you know he has to give his PC answer. I, I wouldn't be surprised if his publisher, if his publicist wrote that for him. But anyways, <clears throat> uh, so while he's on the current gym, gen, Zion Williamson is on the next gen, and uh, uh, they get into like who was on it on the cover for NBA 2K20, but nobody cares about that. Uh, the 2K vice president was talking about putting Damian Lillard on a Was talking about putting uh, Damian Lillard, Lillard on the current generation, but I'm sorry, I keep pausing. I, I hit my mic like two times in a row. But anyways, um, and was talking about like their decision, and he's a great player, all that other stuff. You know, PR statements. Nobody cares about that. Uh, Williamson played just 19 games. You know, even the even the person writing this article got a hate on Zion. They don't want to talk about his preseason or what he's been doing in the league. They just want to talk about how many games he's played. But, I mean, I, pr I have all this praise for Zion, but I also think that, like, the rookie of the year should go to, um, should go to John Morant because John Morant played the whole season, and I do think that that should account for something. 
basically I was giving my two cents because I was pulling up the three trailers that 2K put out to show that they have their cover athletes picked. So first we're going to get into the Kobe Bryant official Mamba Forever trailer. And that is going to be 46 seconds. I'm going to play it right now. You can watch it with me. For the YouTube version, you can watch it with me. For the podcast version, you're probably just going to be listening to water pouring and paint on the canvas. The canvas, right? I don't know. Anyways. I bet you this, I bet you this is copyrighted music, too. If I put this on, if I put this on YouTube and this gets copyrighted, just know that I'm, I'm muting this whole song. I'm just, I'm gonna try to just let the video play. Well, I don't think 2K be on that too much. You can see how you paint. Well, you don't see how you painted it, but you can see what the paintings look like. So that's the Mamba Forever edition. Pretty quick uh, reaction, 46 seconds. Unlike the Cyberpunk and Marvel trailer I did. If you want to go check that, I'll go to my YouTube at uh, analytic dreams with a Z you type that in you'll be able to watch my Marvel and cyberpunk reaction videos those are 25 minutes each so these are uh, much quicker than those <laughs> just to say the least getting into the announcement trailer featuring Zion Williamson uh, this was the one shown at Sony this was a pretty big deal because not a lot of people expected Zion to be on the cover but I mean like come on this is Zion Williamson like who else you gonna put on the cover like Giannis? Like, come on now. <laughs> no disrespect to Giannis, but Zion's a whole different beast. Alright, let's go. Let's get into the trailer. Bring you down, but for real, you might as well give up now. Think you got a chance, but I don't see how. Got a real tight grip when I hold that crown. I'm the first one in and the last one out. Whoever owns the place gotta drag me out. Ah, uh, the sweatshot. They always gotta get the graphics moment. How do we show them the graphics? Throw a lot of sweat on them. Every time they get it, they just throw the sweat on them. PlayStation, of course, you know, PlayStation be PlayStation be announcing everything. Microsoft got to be so tight at them, but anyways. So that was the announcement trailer. You got to see Zion, got to see the sweat graphics. You know, they apparently that was a pre-alpha build of the PS5, but if it looks like that, I'm going to be disappointed. They need to make it to where it's a night and day difference from current gen and next gen. So I don't think that was a good display of gameplay. I think it was just to show who's on the cover. And now we're going to get into the Damian Lillard uh, current gen trailer and how he was, well, not how he was selected, but just the little promo trailer to show that he was on the cover. So let's get into that right about now. You can watch it with me for the YouTube version or listen for the Now the question version. everyone's asking, who's going to be on the cover of 2K21? I decided it's me. Everything is game? Nah. Everything is dang. What time is it? It's dang time. <laughs> what a fine show. <laughs> he was not feeling that at all. 
star, averaging 24 and a half points per... Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is correct. Wow. Damian Lillard. It's together. raining buckets out here. There's Damian. There's Lillard. On point all the time. Breathe. Now count to Damian. There's always Everything time. Everything is game. Who wants to play the new 2K21? I wonder how he feels about being on the current gym. Like, I know I keep saying that. Oh, and then he showed a, uh, July. What did they show July? Oh, pre-order for July 2nd. I was like, July? <laughs> That's definitely not when it comes out. But yeah, you can pre-order it. So I guess you can pre-order the game right now if you want to throw your money at something that you haven't even seen yet. But 2K is letting you know that you can pre-order the game that they probably haven't even finished yet. Um... My just, my thoughts on the cover of athletes. I think it was good picks. I mean, Kobe Bryant dying. I mean, you just you have to put him on the cover. I mean, it's just it's only right. I mean, also you have a Legends edition solely for the sole purpose of honoring players that's uh, been in the game, that's out of the game now, and it's just good to put Kobe back on there. And Zion for being the next gen. I mean, he's the future of the league, so it makes sense. I mean, it, it literally writes itself. I mean. Zion is uh, the future of the league, I believe, if he stays healthy. And John Morant, too. John Morant's nice. But uh, we're not getting into the NBA. I, I just wanted to talk about the 2K cover athletes. Uh, Damon Lillard, I mean, it was cool. <laughs> I mean, what more can you say? I mean, they got to give him more respect. I mean, imagine just being on the... Uh, I mean, imagine just being on the current gym. But anyway, I guess, I guess it's something. I mean, it's better than people who just aren't on the cover at all I, I mean it's a, it's a it's something to brag about your kids or whatever but yeah so we're gonna switch it up i'm tired to talk about uh the cover athletes i need some gameplay anyways let's switch it up but now we're gonna get into uh the bt awards for the pop culture segment we're gonna get into the bt awards we're gonna get into the people who won the awards and my thoughts on them because for those that don't know, I'm a huge hip-hop fan, so BET Awards are kind of like uh, hip-hop R&B and a lot of black entertainment mixed together. I mean, it's just all like black people, like Black Lives Matter and stuff. So you gotta, you gotta read the room and let us have our award show and just watch. Like all the other people who aren't black, you know, you just, you just admire from afar and don't say anything that will get you canceled. Anyway, um, getting into the winners, uh, there was a lot of winners, I mean, you know, they have the little categories like they do all the time, uh, so let me pull that up right quick, this whole video is blocking, I mean, just videos, 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 I'm just trying to get to the article, anyway, I finally pulled up the article after getting past 50 million ads. Um, it was the 20, 20th anniversary of the BET Awards, so I had no idea about that. It was hosted by Insecure star Amanda Seals. I have no idea who that is, and I hope y'all don't kill me in the comment section. Um, because I don't know who that is, but I just, I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, they have the full list of the winners, so we're going to get into that. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what I think of uh, who won and who I think should have won. And if I just don't have no opinion on that all, if I don't know, if I don't know what it is, I'm just gonna say like I'm ignorant to it. So yeah, 
Getting into the best female R&B and pop artists, we have uh, Lizzo as the winner. Uh, just off the bat, I don't think she should have won. I mean, Beyonce, her, Janelle, April, Kalani, Trump Walker, and they choose Lizzo. I feel about that. I would have went with. I probably would have went with Kalani as her album was really good. Uh, Janae Aiko's album was really good. Her album cover was. Uh, I don't know if it was trying to hypnotize somebody, but yeah, her album co- cover was fire. I would have gave it to either Janae Aiko or Kalani, but you know, Lizzo probably has the bigger label. Lizzo definitely has the bigger numbers. Numbers, so her label probably pulled that off for her. But anyways, getting to best male. R&B slash pop artist Chris Brown. I mean, for those that don't know, I believe. Well, for those that don't know, Chris Brown is my favorite artist. Uh, I believe he's the greatest artist to ever do music, do like anything, anything artistically. I think Chris Brown is the most talented artist ever. So, best male R&B pop artist should definitely go to him. Even though the weekends on this, I will die. Chris Brown, anything Chris Brown wins, he deserves. Imagine being that talented and not winning a category. I mean, people can't even sing and dance. I mean, rap and dance. Can't even move around. Can't even walk around the stage for 10 minutes without getting winded. This man doing whole 50 minute sets honoring Michael Jackson. Anyways, okay, getting back into the uh, listing. We have Best Group. So, for Best Group, Migos won. I'm not. Well, yeah, actually, I am mad at that because. Migos, I don't even think the Migos put out an album this year. And just looking at the list, Griselda and the Jack Boys put out a really solid album. So I would have gave it to either one of those. I probably would, I probably would have leaned towards Griselda because like, they really rap, like they rap for real. So I think they should have got it uh, just to acknowledge that there's other groups up and coming, but. They may want them to prove themselves a little bit more before they just give it to them. And you never know. If the Migos don't win something, Atlantic may just be like, hey, if the Migos don't win this, we're never showing up again. So, Like, you always have to think about the artist uh, backup. You always have to think about the artist support and the artist uh, labels. Like, they have a big say in who wins and who doesn't. That's why you don't see too many uh, solo um, independent artists winning a lot of awards like it's always a label pushing for the artist to win but that's just the politics of it let's get back into it so best collaboration Chris Brown featuring Drake you know guy this one I think this should I think Chris Brown and Drake should have won a lot more awards for doing that no guidance song I mean imagine taking a 10 year hiatus because y'all both like the same person and now y'all fighting in the club throwing bottles and stuff and then coming back together for a song and it sounds like this like i think they should have won a, i think they should have won a lot more awards for this song than they did but bt i guess recognized that and gave them best collaboration so i guess that's something but they definitely should have got a grammy for that i mean i think they got a grammy nom which is as big as some other award shows winning but like still they should have won whatever category no guidance was put in so i'm not mad at that at all best male hip-hop artist they have the baby as the winner i'm actually not mad at that either because i mean i would say it should be Lil baby or drake this is a stacked list i mean you have baby drake future Lil baby roddy rich travis scott and the baby one i mean i wouldn't be mad at any of these besides future winning so 
I think the baby definitely deserved that. I mean, his videos are pretty uh, extra. You can tell that he puts a lot of thought into the shark value in his videos. I mean, him wearing the diaper, big diaper, being a grown man. But anyway, <laughs> uh, getting into the best female hip hop artist, we have Megan Thee Stallion winning that. And um, I remember the days when Nicki Minaj used to win this, like it wasn't even like a. Uh, oh, it wasn't even like other people in the category. Like she used to win this, like it was just her award. Like if she ever, well, let me not say that. No. They should make an award based off of Nicki winning so many of these awards, like the Nicki Minaj award. But I think artists wouldn't like that too much. But yeah, so I'm glad there's a lot of other female hip hop artists in the game now that are competing with one another because first it was Cardi B. Cardi B was running off with it. Now we have Megan Thee Stallion. Now we have Lizzo. Now we have Doja Cat. Uh, Doja Cat has definitely got herself in a little bit of trouble. So she'll be going away for a little bit. Or should be going away. So yeah, getting into it. That definitely wasn't winning. <laughs> with, the, uh, rake, with the stuff that came out about Doja Cat, I wouldn't see Doja Cat winning another BET Awards for the next, like, maybe even ever. <laughs> uh, if you want to know what she did, just look it up. I'm not even going to get into it. For the video of the year, DJ Khaled fit featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend Hired. Um, just to be honest, I mean, I love, I mean, R.P. Nipsey, but you know they won this award because, like, Nipsey passed away and they wanted to, uh, honor his legacy. And the thing about, the thing about that is, like, when you honor somebody, I would like to, I would like it to be genuine. Like, somebody who messed with him for a long time and just, like, put up a post about him, I would think that's genuine. But an award show that never gave him these type of awards when he was living and putting out music frequently and for him to pass away and get these type of awards i think it's like i don't know i think it's in poor taste but you never know i mean chris brown featuring drake no guidance was on the video of the year you could have easily gave it to them the baby bop i mean i already talked to i just got i just finished talking about his videos you could easily gave it to him and nobody would have said anything so it wasn't like you would have been for you would have been like it would have been out of the ordinary basically is what i'm saying like nobody would have been mad they would have seen it it would have been like oh they should have won but giving it to nipsey just because he passed is kind of i don't know you gotta draw the line you gotta draw the line at some point uh video director of the year goes to tiana spike t taylor i think that's a girlfriend of i'm uh, a uh, i say the girlfriend like she's not a whole artist but put out an album this year i haven't listened to it i heard it's really fire um i see cole bennett on here i see benny boom i like cole bennett's videos i don't really think it's better than tiana i know tiana's known for her videos so tiana taylor should have won that because the way she like a lot of artists go behind the scenes and make the videos the way they see them but tiana taylor like literally takes it from one scene to another like she made i wouldn't be surprised if you know like when people make movies and they write like a little script out and they write a little scenes with stick figures on how it's supposed to look and then they go to the real thing i wouldn't be surprised if she does that part two before the video shoot actually happens so definitely deserve that award uh, best new artist roddy rich yeah i'm not mad at that one seeing anybody else that could have uh, won that maybe Lil Nas X but Roddy, Roddy Rich won that one. Uh, album of the year. Please excuse me for being antisocial. Roddy Rich. Uh, I mean, 
gave him a lot of, no wonder he was the first one to perform. They gave him a lot of love in this uh, award show. I did this list, I probably would have gave it to, uh, I'm not mad at Roddy winning that. I would give it to Kirk, the baby. But I'm not mad at Roddy, Roddy winning that because his album was really, his album was solid too. Uh, I mean, he says, please excuse me for being antisocial. But I don't really think he's that antisocial. I think some artists don't want to talk to the media because the media be spending everything. Uh, the Dr. Bobby Jones Best Gospel Inspiration Award goes to Kirk Franklin. I hear him all the time, so I'm not mad at that. I see Kanye West. Oh, they got the song. I, I really I don't know when I said that. I said that earlier in this podcast, but Follow God is one of those that really stood out for me from the uh, latest uh, Kanye album. So I really like that. Um, but I'm not mad at Kirk Franklin winning. I'm not ever mad at Kirk Franklin winning. Best actress, uh, Issa Rae. Uh, I think she's on the show Insecure, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so she should have definitely won that one. If I was just putting my personal bias into it, I would say Zendaya should have won it uh, for obvious reasons. So, yeah. Uh, best, <laughs> best, act, best actor went to Michael B. Jordan. And it's so funny because Michael B. Jordan went from doing boxing movies where he had limited lines and like two to three lines in, in the fight scene to going full-blown movies with Jamie Foxx the most talented person to ever walk the earth so uh yeah that's good I mean yeah him winning over Jamie Foxx I think is pretty big him winning best actor would definitely do something for his career I believe I hope he comes back to Marvel because y'all know I love the Marvel movies so I hope he comes back to Marvel uh, I hope they revive who is his character his character but anyways i hope they revive him killmonger i think that was it killmonger i probably messed his name up but anyways yeah i hope they revive his character so he can come back in the future moment. i don't know how they would do that but let's make it happen <laughs> uh the youngsters award best movie queen and slim i actually saw queen and slim with a person uh queen and slim is like really like really good movie I haven't seen any other Zelda movies. Just, Just Mercy is the movie I think I was talking about with Michael B. and uh, Jamie Foxx. If it's not, then I apologize. Right here. Queen of Slim, I saw it and I haven't seen another Zelda movie. Go Bad Boys for Life is my head. I don't mean to watch that. Will Smith, another one of, another one of the uh, most talented people to walk the earth. But uh, uh, Queen of Slim, I really enjoy that movie. Worst woman of the year. Uh, oh, she's the Olympic person. How to say Olympic person? Like, uh, yeah, she, uh, she should have won that. Yeah, I've seen her like do all the flips in the world. She do like 20 million flips and don't even touch the ground before doing like something else. Yeah, she, she should have won that. Please. See, Serena Williams. I don't know if she. Let me know in the comment section down below. Has Serena Williams like falling off? I haven't seen her in like. In, I mean, I know Corona's going on, but like, come on, you can play tennis. Tennis is probably one of the best sports to play with Corona going on. Like, you're literally hitting a ball back and forth with no contact with the other person. Well, singles. I don't know about doubles. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but Serena, let me know if Serena fell off. Because if she has, then that would be very 
strategy. Remember when I was gonna bring up Drake? But anyway, um, sports man of the year, LeBron James. I mean, the GOAT. I'm not even getting into any of the other people on this list. I mean, LeBron James, the best person to have a pick up a basketball, bounce a basketball, shoot a basketball, like just best basketball player to ever live. Greatest player, like one of the greatest athletes to ever be on the earth. Like if you just see the, the way he works every day, being built like that, it's, it's insane. But, uh, BT Her Award, Beyonce. Nobody seems to like Nikki, but when Nikki comes around, people get like pretty. They get pretty silent. Like they, they act like Nikki's like the, the big bad of the, of the industry. So I'm, I'm surprised she won something. I'd be even more surprised if she tweeted out um, BET Awards and then thanking them, seeing that it was just a, a viewer's choice award. Uh, best international act: Burner Boy, Nigeria. I think it should have went to Dave from the UK. I love Dave the way he raps. I mean, his accent probably throws everybody off. I'm not even kidding. Like, the thing about being from another country besides the United States is that the is that your accent that you use is not well received unless you're like doing a different genre. But if you're rapping hip hop, <laughs> like hip hop and rapping, and you have the little London noise. I'm not even gonna say because I don't want none of this to be like an offensive term. But basically, if you're rapping with a little accent that's not from the United States, people look at you a certain way. So I think that's what Dave is fighting with right now because Dave has bars, like for real. Like I listened to his last, uh, his latest album, I believe, is called Psychodrama. Like it's not latest, like it's not. It came out like in 2019, but it's his latest attempt at an album. That really is a, a solid. Project and I still listen to that to this day. So that should tell you something about Dave from the UK. Like the way he raps is just really good. And if I had to give uh, some suggestions for Dave, it would be Screwface Capital off of Psychodrama. And um, Black is really good for the times. For the times that we're in, he made this back in 2019. Black. Um, Black is a really good song that, that captivates what we're going through right now as black people. I'm, this is like all off the top Like I'm not looking at anything right now Like I really like the album That's how I can just think back to it Um And then Environment I believe Environment is one of the other Songs that I really like off that album And then the intro is really nice So really the whole project is solid But Screwface Capital I think is the best song Off of that album Then we have the best New international act I don't know any of the people on there, so I'm just gonna skip that because I don't want to be ignorant. Um, but yeah, basically, overall, the um, BET Awards seems like it was really uh, well received because the people who was talking about the BET Awards said that this was the best BET Awards show in a while. I went back to watch watch it, and I think like some of the I think some of the reasons that they said that is because of the way that um, they went from performance and performance and it was totally different like environment. Because like people are on their own social distancing, so they could do more with the creativity and performing. So the, the set pieces, I mean, making the style and set pieces nice. Um, 
Roddy Rich playing on the piano, rapping. I think he does that a lot playing on the piano. Uh, I don't know if there's like a childhood talent of his that he likes to show off, but I like when he, uh, I, I, I like that performance. Uh, I like the baby's performance, I thought was a little cringe at first because, like, he had on the Cuban, like, why have, like, why have on the Cuban link when you're trying to display that you're a black man in America? Like, at the end of the day, police don't care what you wear. Your skin is darker than a certain shade, then uh, it's all type of uh, regulations going out the window. But uh, anyways, I think the the performances were strong. I didn't watch the whole award show. Only watched like the performances. I think on YouTube. Um, I think the show was really good. I think that the way that they brought it in. A COVID episode or a COVID show and the social distancing worked so well and the ratings. I think they said the ratings was as high as it's ever been. I'm not sure, man. Like I haven't checked. You know, some people just be lying. Um, but I believe they may just go to their format. I mean, why have everybody come together if this is still going on and we can get this type of quality? But yeah, let's give a big round of applause to BT because you know we always like when uh, BT gives. The, the black creators like the, the expo- not the exposure but just like the love that they deserve because not a lot of war shows do that a lot of war shows uh, tend to go towards a certain demographic which is why the BET Awards was created so you know that was just it was just a really fire award show and had a lot of people saying you know a lot of people saying that the, the, the show was just too hard you know they, showed, they were saying the show was too hard DJ Khaled be saying another one. I want them to have uh, another one of those. So hopefully they can pull it together. Hopefully BT will be able to ride this momentum to another solid award show next year. But that's all I have to say for that. The biggest standout for me was the Chris Brown and Drake uh, win with no guidance and best collaboration because that was my favorite, one of my favorite songs of uh, last year. I think it, yeah, last year because I be keeping lists so. I'll be knowing when all these songs came out. <laughs> That's why I think Lil Baby should have won the uh, Best Male Artist. But anyways. Yeah. That's enough for the BET Awards. You know, hip-hop or music or gaming, I could go on all day. Or even sports, which is, I touched on that throughout this whole podcast. So, uh, yeah, like, if you enjoyed it, uh, share the podcast, you know. Uh, send me a voice message on Anchor. Let me know what I did great. Let me know what I could have improved on. Let me know what I did trashing. Like, just tell me, like, that was trash. Like, <laughs> nah. but uh, uh, YouTube version, hit a thumbs up, you know, share it to somebody who you would think would enjoy the podcast or the show. And yeah, that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Make sure to hit that subscribe button on my YouTube and share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.